Welcome back to Mayday, your bus. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you uh, you remember life before, like some of these major, uh, life changing things that happened in the world. Mm-hmm. What did we do before cell phones? Like before, you can just every information at your fingertips all the time. I kicked a can down the road mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a rock, maybe. Mm-hmm. Remember before you had to uh, take your shoes off at the airport when you can actually be treated like an adult? Sure. At the airport yeah. before nine eleven, mm-hmm. like these major things. Like, damn it, why did I wear this sock with the hole in it today? Oh, dude, I, I wore last time I went to the airport, I wore my fucking boat shoes and I had to take I had to go barefoot through the uh the detector thing. Like an old hobo. Yeah, like an old hobo. Exactly. Take your <laughs> shoes off and it's like, Woo What about life before craft beer, brother? What was it? Bud Light and Bud go, Light. <laughs> remember going to the I guess it was Kroger for you, it was Publix for me back home, sure. but when there was it was like the beer aisle was like one case. It was like a, a two doors where you open a yeah. case and that was it. You had your yeah, you had your big three and that was it. Well, I remember like or like you see in movies and the guy walks up to the bar, you know, some bad is like, "Give me a beer." And then just hand him a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like you could just order a pint and they just give you yeah. a beer. Yeah. This is I want a beer and they just, you know. It was just give you one. Or they were just different versions of all the big 3. Like mm-hmm. they had like Bud Select, Bud Light, Bud Heavy. The uh Michelob was big. But now Thanks to people like Mayday Brewery, mm-hmm. we can go to our your local grocery store and have a plethora, almost too many choices. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. So that's why uh, I just stick with the Boro Blonde, man, because you can get it in cans now uh, and, and on tap. Yeah. yeah, and it's a good light 4.8%, so you don't get too crazy. You still want that craft beer flavor. Just enough, yeah. No, it's good beer. Definitely good beer. Actually sipping on one right now. For sure. Uh, went out there last night to Mayday Brewery, had their... Pumpkin Stout, which is on tap right now, small batch, six point eight percent. Knocked my fucking tits off. Oh, I'm sure. So, yeah, so uh, go so, out there. Yeah, didn't they didn't they win award recently for Oktoberfest? Their Oktoberfest, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they uh, Best Nashville. In Nashville, yeah. Yep, and it's uh, a pretty big deal. Indeed, it is. But uh, if you can't make it out there, it'd be you know Mayday all over town. All the all the places, a lot of places that we've been to on the show, Rudy's included. Has the Boro on tap. Mm-hmm. I know all all up and down to Mumbry, and they have it on tap down there. Yeah. So you can if you even if you hang out at Frisky Frogs, even if you wear a flat brim hat sure. and and uh, you quaff your hair but don't shave your beard for three days, you can still get a Boro blonde, <laughs> even if you're a douchebag that hangs out on to Mumbry. <laughs> oh, that's. But yeah, man. So five twenty one, old what is it? Old Salem Road. Yeah. That's where the brewery is. Um, yeah, MaydayBrewery.com. Check out all their events because I think when this airs, then the, the next one coming up will be the birth anniversary pajama party, which I will be attending. That sounds like so much fun. Already got my pajamas picked out. Yeah. Going you classy. Just, you could just wear your uh, your sailor suit again. It was very <laughs> pajama-esque. Well, I know the big thing right now is the adult onesies, but... I'm going classy, man, in honor of uh, old UF. Yeah, but they've always got stuff going on out there. So, man, what's what's your favorite lately? Of the of the Mayday Brews? Mm-hmm. The Angry Redhead, probably? Yeah, that's a classic, man. Yeah, that one just kind of... You've been liking that. This kind of hits me right. Yeah. Something about it. Hits you right. Hits you right, like in, those, the, uh, I like those, right in the those sobriety. Redheads. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go out there and get some of them small batches in the uh, in jugs. Get your cans of, of Boro and... Uh, so tell, uh, say hi from Sherry Buzz when you go in there to for get sure. it. sure, yeah. And uh, yeah, check them out. Uh, 615. They might give you a discount. Perhaps. Yeah, they probably not. They maybe. might even charge you more. Right. They might charge you <laughs> an extra 50 cents for a bite. Ask Ozzy directions how to get there ask over and over again. Ask him personally over again. Just yeah. ask him. 
make sure you ask for Ozzy first, mm-hmm. and then and then the continue to ask for directions yes. uh, a bunch of times yep. and not get it. So, all right, guys. Um, that 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 concludes our midday commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a commercial? God, we're terrible. <laughs> Man, I think some of those crazy rebel sing like single guys out there, those are the gung ho. Those are the ones that join like special forces and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, was it High Tower from Got Police Academy? To lose, man. <laughs> ah, yeah. Either that, I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people that did that. That would be it's a different breed of people. As, from what I hear, I mean, and I was never in the military, but I grew up in Orlando where there was a Navy base, and so we knew a lot of Navy guys. And then I, I listened to, I don't, I don't judge. Like I'm not a, I'm, I'm a pretty anti-war guy. Like I'm pretty peacenik, but I don't judge based on just my point of view. I like to listen to both sides, and I like to make sure that I listen to lots of like uh, American this this American Life and Radio Lab interviews where they do interviews with soldiers who come back and stuff like that. And so, and that's that stuff was super interesting when you realize these are people that get for lack of a better term, like brainwashed into being machines and then they have to come back and try to assimilate into regular life. Mm-hmm. A- and it's just, it's, a, it's amazing. Like everything from like world war two up to modern day. And it's, so I have the, up- even though I'm uh, not a, I'm not big on like guns and war and military things like that, but I will have, I have total respect for soldiers and people who go out there and do that. I can never fucking do that shit. I'm too much of a <laughs> pussy. <laughs> so you were like, we start the show? What do you think? We're just warming up. Sure. Yeah, I feel that. I'm well, we should go ahead and start because I know we have our guest has a heart out. He has uh, to be somewhere. What do you say? So, uh, I got to be at. <laughs> I got to be somewhere else at 8. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're a professional show, I swear. Guys and dolls. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, welcome to Share Your Buzz episode 114? 114. 114. Uh, yeah, my name is Tony. Chris Brent Williams. Yeah, joining us tonight. Our guest, Brent Williams. Uh, man, so many questions we can go into. Uh, it's a touchy subject. Uh, it shouldn't be. And it's really not. It's probably not amongst our circle. But in, in the general public, in the media eyes, things like that, it's a hot button right now, especially given our current administration. So uh, I'm not even really sure how to describe exactly what it is you do. So why don't you let everybody know why you're here talking to us. Sure. So I manage a hedge fund, which is, you know, it's typical finance stuff, but we only invest in and around the cannabis industry. We are nice. growing with, you know, all the legal pot companies that are growing up within America, within Canada, within Israel, Australia, yeah. basically all over the world. And we're trying so you're, to... You're, you're betting on the uh, the future of, of weed. I think you have pretty good odds there. Yeah, for, it's with probably. It's only a matter of time before... America so you're pretty much involved. So, so you, you, because you're on the money side of it, you should be have your finger on the pulse of exactly what's going on, with uh, especially here in Tennessee. So is it? Uh, it's here in Tennessee, right? Based around, or are you are you looking nationwide or? Yeah, nationwide. nationwide. We have we have no best mom investments here in Tennessee. Okay. We're not really going to put money into lobbying efforts when we can actually get a return on our funds. Is it in, into a company that's already running? Okay. Okay. So you're based in the you're you're basically uh, interested in states that already have. Either medical or yeah, or, uh, exactly. Um, states or countries. <laughs> You're doing that it again. Have. You oh, scratched your beard on the oh, mic. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good. 
Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what were you saying? Tony? I'm going to get you a second mic <laughs> over there that you can rub your chin on, your, rub your beard on. I probably rubbed my chin on the mic. By the way, it was I not yet, so last week you were completely clean shaven. I haven't seen you in four days and you've got mm-hmm. a beard already. What? Yeah, it's coming <laughs> back. I feel the pain, man. Goes fast, right? This yeah. guy's got a nice beard. Yeah. What are you trying yeah. to say? <laughs> so hedge funds, is that like, describe that. It's not like it has, not, not stocks or anything like that. Yeah, is it, exactly is, stocks. Is it traded, right? I didn't yeah. know weed was publicly traded. Oh, there's somewhere between three and 400 very well-known publicly companies. I, w- I mean, very well-known in my world, but yeah. about the last time I looked, it was about 397. So we're pushing 400 in, as the publicly traded companies. Now that's on all the exchanges, the Toronto exchange up in Canada. Most of it's on the over-the-counter markets. So they're going to be the smaller stocks that have like, less than a thousand dollars traded bought and sold combined all day so there's a whole bunch of companies and they go public but they don't always get actively traded gotcha so we're talking like as when you say cannabis industry we're talking medical we're also talking recreational we're talking like all the investments that are in uh um, dispensaries legal uh, over-the-counter dispensaries recreational stuff so we're not touching the plant yet. None of the investments that we have are actually touching the plant here in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only ones that we're going to touch the plant in is going to be in California, and that's like you know companies you've heard of, like Canopy Growth Corp or Kronos Group or Aurora. Uh, they're some of the largest, you know, most quickly growing. They're they're five billion ish dollar companies. No oh, so shit. They are massive companies <laughs> already. They are international companies that have operations in six, seven, eight different countries and yeah, yeah. you know, promising thousands of kilos to go to each place. So that's when we're touching the plant, that's where we touch. But then we also invest in the ancillary companies. So think mm-hmm. like the vaporizer companies or the rolling paper companies okay. or something like that. Why not yeah. Dude, I was just talking about this same exact thing today with um It's like car manufacturers and all the part Exactly. Well, people. we were we were saying I work for a company that makes musical instruments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Man, why are, like are the musical industry trade is going good, but if we're going to expand, let's not let's not expand into other things that make the same thing we make. Let's expand into things that relate to what we do so that we can kind of and uh the the uh, the idea that somebody, or the analogy somebody, one of my coworkers used to me was like, "Man, look at hip hop. Look at Puff Daddy. He was a rec. He's a record producer, and he invested in a liquor company. Because what do what is in every music video? Rappers drinking liquor, oh, yeah. and like, what do you sell? Like, what do we rap about? Drinking liquor in bars. So <laughs> let's go. Let's make. So I was like, man, that's it's yeah. I mean, if you if you if you if you have money in cannabis, then then and also invest in the things that you need to use cannabis. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that manages a lot of things, right? Something that a lot of people don't take into consideration is perception risk. You don't want your neighbor, you don't want the person that goes to your church or the person that works in your office to know that you invest in cannabis. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about your investment. Some people do, some people don't. So a way to avoid that is just to invest in, let's say, a pharmaceutical company that does kind of research mm-hmm. and on the forefront of the cannabis research or for, for the medical side of things. Mm-hmm. There's investment options there. Or you yeah, can yeah. invest in you know, some s- biotech company that's trying to find a different way to deliver it, like the transdermal patches that go on your skin or something like that. Crazy. There is, man, is... Sticker weed. Right? Whatever. Wow. Remember, I remember being <laughs> in middle school. Sticker weed. Being in middle school and just good old-fashioned... Uh, crooked ass joint that nobody knew how to roll <laughs> and that's that's the way it used to be but it's evolving quickly yeah i mean, I, mean I i hear uh about all these new like like the, the vaporizers and the dabs and the and the edibles and I, it makes me sad that i don't smoke because i kind of want to try all these things people are like <laughs> edible i'm like i want to i want a gummy bear that gets me high like right, of course I, 
exactly. what's up? Do you guys hear the story about all these gas stations or something that were selling edibles? So they, yeah, they were selling CBD or gummies that had CBD inside of them. Okay. That is legal in the state of Tennessee and every other state in the country. Okay. Which is why they have now reopened as of the day that we're broadcasting this. They they got their gotcha. keys back. They all, 25 mm-hmm. of them, I think, went in front of a judge with a lawyer and said, we plead not guilty because this is legal. And the judge said, well, okay, it's legal. Yeah. What is it? What is CBD? So CBD is the non-psychoactive ingredient in cannabis. It's called cannabidiol. It's found in the hemp plant, which is heavily grown in Kentucky, actually. It's one of the largest producers of hemp in the country. Um, and it is where a lot of the medicinal properties come from. It alleviates a lot of the aches, the pains, joints in, in many different places, but it has zero psychoactive effects. Man, I was, I've been really interested in trying that just for the, the medicinal aspects of it. I'd give it a shot just to, uh, non THC, non THC. Mm-hmm. There is very, very, very low THC, like mm-hmm. point something percent. Mm-hmm. So there is, you know, an asterisk. You could potentially pop on a drug test if you did take one. I will give you that warning because it, if it's under 1%, then it is statistically insignificant. But if you have an employer that's looking for it, then be careful. Mm-hmm. So being on, obviously, because you have the investment in it, I'm sure you keep up with trends <laughs> as far as. And so yes. what, uh, okay, so. Right now, it's what? It's California, Washington, and Colorado that are totally... There are nine states that nine are... States. Com- eight or nine states right now that are completely legal recreational? for recreational. Yeah. Oh, and wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's moving over to the East Coast. Vermont is making it happen. Um, Connecticut is voting on it soon. Massachusetts has recreational, I do believe. Damn, Nashville, where's that weed at? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I even even this past year... My home state of Florida voted on on med- medicinal. So if it, and that down there they're like, I think it's a bunch of old blue headed Republicans down there. So if they're even voting on it, man, it's got to be coming soon. I know Tennessee's right right in the middle of the Bible Belt. So I'm like, ah, damn it, damn it, Tennessee. We're actually a little closer than you might think. We're working pretty hard on those efforts right now. I was actually on the hill yesterday meeting with Speaker of the House uh, yeah, Beth Harwell and, and talking to some other news people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to do what we can and lobby to get it passed. We had. You know, two House of Representative members in a meeting, quite a few lobbyists and, you know, sure. some other people that pulled some weight and just trying yeah. to figure out where they sit and, and can, well, is this possible? From the climate that I'm getting is that it's people are starting to come around. Politicians are coming around and it's kind of it's I just know it's not a surprise to me. Like we all knew this was going to happen. Right. Like we, this is it's, as soon as the money started getting involved and plus everybody, everybody who can smoke smokes like it's not like it's a big secret that, you know, it's in fact the the people that probably the people that that are in the higher positions like in in uh are probably smoke the most and the people that need to get high and forget about their shit like the blue collar workers are the ones getting drug tested and can't smoke <laughs> right exactly and it's it's much more around than a lot of people used to think it's, sure. it's more commonplace now but i mean it's yeah looking at your map over here it looks like the entire west coast yeah, the entire West Coast has it. Including Alaska. Yeah, and then you see it migrating over to the east where it's Maine and, and Massachusetts. Well, dude, what, you need it in Alaska. Green, to, what is that the darker green is going to be that's where they that's got that the good medicinal. Shit. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. that's medicinally legal. So it's medicinally legal in Illinois, Florida, Arkansas, Louisiana. It's happening around us. So it's moving Yeah. It's moving east and then it's moving I noticed south. there's a gray strip of nothingness right down the middle of the state of the country rather with it including the entire south right there in trump country there's nothing yep (laughs) 
That's about right. But we're working on that. We're getting it through. We're going to see what we can do. You know, polling numbers are coming back to be completely positive, basically all across the state. Mm -hmm. And with this being a an election year, that could have some pretty big influence. Yeah. So do what we can to make it get crossed. Did you bring notes and stuff? Uh, uh, always. How pro is this guy? I mean, yeah. So. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're over here scratching your beard on the mic <laughs> like, like a, a professional broadcaster. Like a professional asshole. <laughs> Pretty good at that. So, as far as now, because you're in the uh, investment end of it, I suppose uh, I don't know how deep you get into the minutia, but as, just as a regular everyday person, like the pe what people want to know, like if it it's it's sweeping the nation, it's coming across. It's soon. Every, soon it's going to be legal. We all know it. It's not a big deal. If if I can go out and drink myself to oblivion, mm -hmm. and you know, hopefully take an Uber home. Everybody don't drink and drive. Right. Uh, but if I can go out in public and do this and put pe other people's <clears throat> lives at danger, and I can't smoke in my house, I can't get go in my house and you know eat an edible, eat a goddamn chibichu, then freaking. We know that it's going to be legal for recreation everywhere soon. It's, it's not a, even a, even an issue. Yeah, that, that might take an administration change. We might have to have a little bit more liberalness in the in the White House. Yeah. Now Trump has not come out against it ever, but his administration has, and you know all the chaos they have. He can't keep countering them. Mm -hmm. sure. So I mean, he said publicly in the past that he would love to have it legalized. He thinks so it should be legalized. How much of like the but House and the Senate? for it i wonder you know percentage wise and there you just got to realize who's in the house and the senate how old they are and the fact that they still are hooked on that reefer madness madness yeah, <laughs> dude, seriously it wasn't this is that a hilarious long, film by the way it really it's is completely ridiculous <laughs> yeah i <laughs> falling asleep on the couch is more the madness than i ever did when i used Look, to smoke everybody knows you probably rather have a stone around your hand than a drunk you know yeah i mean, I mean so. the university of colorado i just wrote about this the other day the university of colorado just came out and did you know in a moderately good study you know as lengthy as you can do a study comparing alcohol to weed that alcohol significantly is worse for your brain than marijuana is they're finally, it's not just anecdotal evidence anymore. Company, I mean, people are actually able to start studying it and looking at it and, and, and finding that. So, so people, you had, you had some numbers pulled up. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, okay. you're good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was so just, uh, are they, so are, like, are kids, college kids consuming less alcohol ever since Colorado? Uh, I haven't seen those numbers. You know, I can't that's interesting. I wonder if people are drinking less in college and doing other in Colorado, things. like I mean, Colorado University, speaking yeah, in California. Speaking from personal experience, I didn't drink very much in college, but I didn't have a problem smoking if I needed to have it. So I don't think in college campuses that that being legalized is really going to have that. big So here impact. in <laughs> states where we don't have it legalized, and uh, we hear the rumors, we hear the things, we we, we heard. We heard when Colorado first did it how much money it was going to make, and we sh and we thought, oh, once once they see how much money it's going to make a sweep in the nation, all this, are is are are the rumors true? Like, can you break down exactly is it is it beneficial for the state? Is it is the money wise? Is the money versus, like, it, it, is it as as great as they say it is? Is as the profits as good as they say it are? Is it all the all the rumors we hear about? Oh, they have so much excess money. They're putting better schools up. They're putting better infrastructure. Is that all true, or is this propaganda to try to get weed? No, it is all true. Um, you look at the, you can look at different polls and you can look at different statistics and, and spin it how it is that you want, right? I mean, they in Colorado, for example, just to put a, a potential negative spin on it, they found 262 drivers throughout the state that tested positive for THC in their system that died in a car wreck. Terrible news. Hate to hear those numbers. Mm -hmm. But when you think about all the people that 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 
live in that state and that probably smoke and mm -hmm. the fact that there was 262 of them and they just happen to have THC in their system. Mm -hmm. Those numbers aren't bad. Yeah, Colorado sold over $1.5 billion in cannabis last year. Yeah, but how, how many of those people died in wrecks that had alcohol in their system? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, exactly. exactly. But the argument's going to be that, well, when some of they those had cannabis, not yeah. alcohol, so that w that's 262 more than it should well, be. I bet some yeah. of those uh, 260... Even the devil can quote the Bible, so you, know, you, can, you can find something. You, yeah. can, you, can, you can make twist the words to your way anytime you want it. Exactly. So you look at the, the real numbers on it. The fact that they did sell $1.5 billion in... in cannabis last year they do get to take all the tax money from that and it does go back to improvement for the schools improvement for the homelessness improvement for basically the state in general the infrastructure that's crazy yeah i mean and if you're a place like nashville tennessee the whole state and you have areas that need improvement you have you know we live in an urban area we see the roads we see the we you know we uh and in a place like florida where i'm from like it they've been talking forever about getting some kind of good public transit system because everything there is so spread out imagine if you and it's always money it's always budget it's always this that and this and imagine if you had that kind of surplus income to where you can or just uh, pl playing money a little bit it's like having a little bit of extra cash in your pocket to say to we don't you don't almost don't worry about you know it's like when you uh, on those weeks when you're real tight you're like pinching every penny oh, yeah. and then and, you know you're and now on the weeks when you have a little bit extra in your money you know you're not a millionaire but you got a little bit extra you're, you don't it's a little bit of weight off your shoulder you're like all oh, right you know what let's go get Let's go get that 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 uh, that top shelf drink instead of that uh, that Wells or something like that. You know, you know, it's a little bit. And if if we had if the state had that kind of money where they, you know, it's just a little bit more than we had, maybe they'd be a little easier. Or maybe it wouldn't. Maybe the politicians would just cram it all up in their pockets. They're well, definitely gonna get a share, I'm sure. But well, Tennessee already makes a decent amount off of cannabis taxation, and I'm doing air quotes here. Um, they get to keep all of the cash and seizures that they keep from the drug bust. So that's a pretty decent revenue source for the state, which might cause some of the upper echelon of the police department to perhaps vote against it because that cuts out, hmm. you know, money. They'll watch it. They'll watch it grow, grow and mature, and then they'll follow the people and watch it change from cannabis to cash and then take the cash. Cashabus. So is there a, have they done something in the recreational legal states to entice the law enforcement to think it's a good idea? I can't speak to that. I don't know. I wonder if they. I wonder if they have those same kind of rules in other places, like how they, you know, I'm how they entice law enforcement to hey come off this extra cash to, you know, this. There's got to be something that they, they they must have gotten that vote somehow. I wonder how they got that, that uh that law enforcement vote. Well, if you talk to the, a lot of the people in the lower end of the law enforcement, they're they're more for the legalization of at least the medicinal side of things but i mean I'm, we're not pushing for recreational yeah. here in tennessee i would imagine not the tax revenue would probably be more than what they're pulling off the street right i mean yes and no like i mean look at florida for example they have it legalized for medicinal purposes only but florida does not tax their medicine so florida now has cannabis coming in through their state but they're not making any tax revenue and they won't until it goes recreational mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. so you mentioned earlier about kentucky being the one of the greatest hemp are Let's clear up all the stuff that we've always heard, like on all the Facebook rumors. Is it uh, how is is it true that all these giant tobacco companies already have fields like laid out, or are already producing marijuana and just waiting for us to waiting for us to uh, to legalize it so they can go ahead and put it on market? No, no, they're preparing for it and they're watching it very closely. A lot of the technologies, especially in biosciences, are going that way. But even tobacco companies are trying to get out of smoked tobacco. You know, they're going towards ingestible through a vaporizer, through you can take a pill and, and swallow it that way. 
Um, so a lot of the technologies are becoming synergistic. So you're going to see a lot more mergers and acquisitions, M&As from the two industries merging together. Mm -hmm. Now, they're not going to have the big fields. They might have extremely large warehouses mm -hmm. to grow it. But I mean, for you know, so they have they have something, fields. whether it be infrastructure. Yeah. Or they have they have the infrastructure and the and the funds already set up to be ready for this when it pops off. They're planning much. for it. They're not making any massive moves for it. Hmm. They're you know steps here, steps there. If they have a piece of property that they can convert or plan to convert and just hang on to. So where um, these various states that are that are recreational or even medicinal. If they if does each state have their own supplier that they get it from a supplier or how does that how does, is there a, a nation a, a part of the nation that's better for growing cannabis than others or like like I mean every plant has a has a latitude that's best for growth is there a, is there a spot in the U do we grow it here in the U S or do we get it from other places how does that work well anything that you sell in America in the states here with the laws you have to grow it within the state borders okay. so let's say you're a company that has five different cannabis dispensaries in five different states you also have to have five different either grow operations or connections with glow op grow operations there are some states that require what's called vertical integration where they have to own the grow operation they have to own the transport company and they have to own the dispensary hmm. so they so have it's quite an investment it yeah. is quite an investment um it's kind of have proven not to work as well as the more open architecture mm -hmm. but so you have to have it grown and produced within the state that it's sold and smoked there is no transporting across state lines. It's like indoors, though, most of this stuff now, yes. right? And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is to grow cannabis well, you have to have, you know, very specific sunlight. Mm -hmm. um, Canada does not have that. Sure. You know, if you think about how cold Canada is mm -hmm. and the fact that cannabis likes to be in the, you know, low 70s Isn't at it all cloudy times. more often there, too? Yeah. I would imagine, like, you ha yeah. it's on the same levels like England and all that shit. No, you mentioned it being uh, expensive to get into, quite weather, the investment, but, but from what I've heard from people who... What I, from what I hear about people who own dispensaries, like the investment is worth its return, especially in places like California and Colorado, where it's I guess so I guess it depends on like anything else. But. Yeah. So, so they legalize it in Tennessee. I can't say you know what I'm gonna open up like all these people doing vapor shops. Like okay, I'm just gonna open up a weed store. You want to be able to do that essentially until the bill's passed. I won't know what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're still <coughs> the bill's being proposed right now. It's um, kind. It sounds kind of like Canada again, where they have that law where you can't export um, alcohol through provinces, like so. It's it's kind of like that kind of sort of thing where. And Canada's do doing that as well. You have to be approved to be in each individual province. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So is that the bill? What is that? Right no, about? that's just some notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some notes and you know a little bit of uh, polling stuff that I found on the internet. Yeah, man, this is super interesting. What if, what if and I, I feel like at the, the minute I heard we got somebody investing in cannabis, I was like, oh, I got so many questions that you probably don't know nothing about because I'm, I'm more, in, we're more interested. People that listen are probably interested and like want to ask a bunch of questions about when they can get high. But this is all, this is on so much of a bigger level on what, uh, not only, not only monetarily on a larger scale, but also morally and philosophically on a larger scale. And then just, hey, can I go get high? Because hey, people, guess what? You can go buy some weed now if you want to it's like it, it's it's weed uh, nothing's really gonna it's happen close. if it's on your it, you go ask your college kid that he's probably gonna yeah. be able to get a little bit of marijuana quicker but than we're talking about alcohol but you're dealing with you're dealing with politicians you're dealing with philosophical issues versus moral issues versus monetary issues and that's a 
that's like some bigger picture shit. And yeah, exactly. You're seeing some people come through with real stories about how it's saving their life. Or there's somebody who just watched their sister or brother have to move to Colorado so they can not have to take a pharmaceutical that is going to shut their liver down and mess their head completely mm-hmm. up. Yeah, I think pills, I mean, of course they overprescribe pills everywhere in america Dude, i have people super profitable very sure. close to my life that right. were taking pills for like that were prescribed uh you know either e- either anti-depression or uh anxiety or like i i know someone very close to me who had to take lithium for a while it's like these things are these things are chemicals that you're putting in your body i know somebody very close to me who had to go on chemo for a while and it's mm. like these are things that they're putting Eating poison disorders putting yeah. poison into your body Exactly, well, uh, and it's like, it's only works, you know, X percent of the time, and that percentage usually a single digit under ten. So I mean, y- mm-hmm. you see the numbers on it, but it's so profitable for them to sell you chemo that they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and of and course, it's pr- approved by the phar- uh, pharmacies. Are you saying chemo is only one out of ten works in one out of ten times? It, it depends on the cancer. There's sometimes where okay. it's like point one five percent effective. And we, we don't. <coughs> I, I'm not. I, yeah, we don't want. Not. We don't want to say that uh, cannabis cures cancer, but no, but what I'm saying. And yes, a medical. There's a reason why there's science. Science cures people. But also, if there's a reason, if, if if you cannot put a chemical into your body, Science. if you cannot, if you cannot have to take, you know, some kind of chemical depress antidepressant, and or some kind of like something that may help you, like something that can ease your 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 mind and your and your pain while you're going through the bigger procedure, something like that. Man, like why are we not just being compassionate towards people? Yeah, it's more the helping you eat while you're going through it, yeah. or calming you down a little bit while you're going through it. And one of the bigger predictions I've made, especially for the investment side of things, is that baby boomers are going to significantly adopt this as a treatment. Now, it's not going to be putting a pipe in front of your and, and lighting up. They don't want that stigma because they grew up with the reefer madness madness. Mm-hmm. So, but you're going to start seeing people. There's lotions that you can put on your knee, and there's a guy that had a, you know arthritis really bad on his knee. He put it on after the third day of putting it on. He was out playing golf for the first time in two years. Wow. And there's so many different Just stories like that. Don't let your grandkids come over, your teenage grandkids, and uh, you find your grandson actually jerking off with the, the cannabis mm-hmm. lotion. Because yeah. that, <laughs> uh, is that <laughs> so hot? <I guess. laughs> well, there's that. So hot. <laughs> so what is? It? Tell me, describe him to me. What is, is hemp what is, is the male version of the plant? Hemp gotcha. has very low THC. It's where the the CBD is made from. Um, oh, okay. The okay. all the buds what people smoke is coming yeah. from the female plant. Ah, okay. Chris, you're my bud. Buds. No. <laughs> Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> so, in these states, this is something I've always been wondering, and I think I already know the answer, but because just from logical conclusions, but everybody thinks. Uh, Oh man, they're gonna they legalize recreational marijuana in my state. This is it's that's it. I can go get as high as I want now. Mm-hmm. But especially until it comes around to being socially acceptable, dr- corporations who drug test still have the option to drug test you for marijuana if they so fit. I mean, mm-hmm. technically they can mm-hmm. technically they can alcohol test you if they want to, and it's alcohol is legal. And I've if they, been alcohol tested at work. Like you know, I, get, I get random drug tests at work, and they also give, make you do a breathalyzer. <laughs> So it's not like just a free form get all like cannabis orgy as soon as it gets legalized. Like, no. There's there's still lots of things that have to happen like with the infrastructure of the of the social infrastructure rather to yeah, like I mean, I to make this like, acceptable. 
Yeah. There's companies in Colorado and California and all these legal states that drug test, I'm sure, you know, but usually they not have the that companies right. that are from California or Colorado, yeah. right? If it's mm-hmm. if it's an organization that's from outside the state, then they can still drug test you. Mm-hmm. But if they choose to, I mean, even if a California company wanted to drug test, they could, right? Still can. See? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah. their, it's their right. They are an entity. In what it would probably eliminate was those companies that are drug testing just for insurance purposes mm-hmm. that really don't care. Yeah. I mean I'm sure a lot of these Christian, mm-hmm. co- like, I'm sure, uh, what's it all? Oh, Chick-fil-A probably still drug test. You know, <laughs> if, if you're closed on Sundays because you're, you're homophobic, then you're probably still going to drug test for marijuana, even if mm-hmm. it's legal. Mm-hmm. But at, like, companies that only do it for uh, monetary purposes and yeah. insurance purposes probably will let that go. Yeah, you'll lose after. a lot of that. I mean, you, and you'll still probably, I, I don't know what it would look like for the military if it was recreationally used because it's it, they can't prove still, there is no technology out there that can prove when you were using it. True. So I don't, True. you know, things like that. or And companies could still opt to do that and say you work. Now, let's not also, let's not pretend that using anything that influences your body is like, there's no effects to it at all. Like you said, like you can't tell when you're actually on it. But I can see we're in the military aspect. Like, I, and I know the military guys are like people in the military are known for going out and partying like, mm-hmm. when they're not. But even alcohol, like you can, if you, if you, if you're a daily drinker, you will feel the effects on on your body even when you're not drinking. So if you're a, a smoker, I affect you. I imagine like let's not pretend there's no effects at all. Like there's got to be sure, some yeah. kind of long term effects to. What do you think? So there is, if you smoke all of the time, and I mean all of the time, like smoke all day, all of the time, more than the average bear's average bear. Smoke weed every day. All day. Then <laughs> because I got then you can that can cause some negative effects, right? I've never met anybody that personally has done that, but there has been people now that it's been recreationally legalized out west. People, doctors are starting to see an influx of emergency room visits of people displaying some pretty sick symptoms, you know coughing, vomiting, mm-hmm. coughing, you know, a little bit of blood involved. It's mm-hmm. it's not pretty. But these are people that are smoking most all day, every day. I mean, mm-hmm. beyond obnoxious alcoholic point, but yeah. with, with marijuana. Sure. I guess I wasn't really talking about physical symptoms. I was talking about the, if you have somebody who's, like, especially in the military, where you want people to be sharp all alert the time. Alert and sharp. Yeah. yeah. Alert and sharp, but alert and sharp. But then again, if they don't have any regulations on how you can go out and party and booze up all the time, then, because I, I, I mean, even... Even when it comes to alcohol, I know if I go a week without drinking, I feel way better physically and mentally sharper yeah. than if I then even if I even if I have a drink a couple if I get drunk on a, on a Sunday night, it takes me until like Tuesday to feel like myself again. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wonder like I know that it's being in I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I guess I wonder if there's a there's got to be something better to doing nothing. Is there a weed hangover? Yes. Describe that. Weighing over. You're just tired. You yeah. wake up. T- you wake up incredibly tired. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do anything at all. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> Your eyes just, are heavy. Yeah. They almost hurt. They're so heavy. Mm-hmm. Your mouth is still dry from the other day and the night before. <laughs> 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 what do they call that? Cotton mouth. I sure that I think I feel it just from being 38 years old. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> every day it's like, oh, damn it again. Oh my God! It's it could happen if drinking too. You get so drunk, you just mouth breathe all night. And you wake up the next morning, and your mouth is just like, it hurts. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Are, are you're are so you drunk, you just forget to breathe through your nose. You just. <laughs> just <laughs> the other, the other, this is actually a this is actually a anti-alcohol pro uh, pro marijuana statement. But dude, I got I've the other night, and because I haven't been drinking as much, so now when I drink, I get more messed up than I than I usually would have. Like, but. 
the other night, I wasn't even doing anything. I was just, I was home, and I decided I was going to have a, the, some of the leftover Bud Lights that were in the fridge. And then that escalated to, uh, maybe I'll make a rum drink, because it's, it's still early. So after a couple of rum drinks, and I was I was stuck. I was watching that show, The Toys That Made Us, on Netflix. It's a documentary about yeah, 80s yeah. toys. Nice. And they were. I was watching the episode about He-Man, and I was like, I had all those guys. I was like, yeah, yeah. So I was watching that, and I was having, I was, and I was by myself. And the next thing you know, like I, the bottle of rum is gone, the Bud Lights are gone, and I'm, I, I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning, and I'm, I wake up a little bit disorientated, not because I'm hungover or dr- too drunk, but because the, the room seemed like it was not my room. And I realized I was sleeping horizontal on the bed, crossways, oh, yeah, yeah. instead of... You just, just like, the, you just did the fall on the bed and just passed No, it wasn't even. I was move. under the covers, but somehow throughout the night, I, like, Sonic the hedgehog my way <laughs> to oh, wow. a circle around wow. to a... Uh, yeah. I've done that. Have you ever, you ever done the, just the, this fall onto the bed? Mm-hmm. Just, that's it. Yep. Just, you don't move for, like, eight hours. It's yep. like... Boots still on. Yeah, boots yep. wake I up. Do, like, I mean, was it a couple of years ago when we... When we were going through the height of our uh, brands for drunkenness, oh I God, I remember I passed out one time. I passed out in my bed on top of the covers with my clothes on and left my front door open. And you and Andrew, Chris and Andrew, walked through the front, just walked into my apartment, walked into my bedroom, found me sleeping, and just started. I, I woke up to them ta- having a conversation with each other, holding drinks in my bedroom, <laughs> like they were at a bar somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, look who's awake!" And I'm like, "What are you? Why are you in my house?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't usually have that happen when you're high. <laughs> no, no, that is a very don't don't drink. <laughs> you ever see that movie Strange Wilderness? Oh, oh my God! Just next time you're on YouTube, Justin Long, Strange Wilderness. He he plays this stoner kid. <laughs> like, he gets, uh, he's all pissed off. He gets upset. He starts crying and doing like this hippie dance. I'm gonna fight. I'm sorry. It's just hilarious. <laughs> I love you, Justin Long. Oh, here is something that I wrote down about this, and I forgot, totally forgot, took a note on this, especially in a place like Nashville, mm-hmm. who has a lot, tons of venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando went through this a while ago when they were starting to blow up. They were like, "Well, what could we do to bring major artists here?" Think about this: as people want to go somewhere where they can have a good time, if if there's an artist, I'm thinking about this because we went a couple of weekends ago to see Revolution. Right, Revolution is a reggae band from the West Coast who has a lot of songs about marijuana. If uh, would if you're trying to get them to come to your city, wouldn't they're more likely to go to a city where they can imbibe and have some fun with doing what they like to do rather than a city where they're going to get arrested if they get caught doing what they're going to do? Look at you. You get a lot of money from people like that coming. Right, we had that happened in my hometown one time the the local chief of police was really 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 upset that somebody was smoking pot on their bus and oh, really? the sheriff just wouldn't get out of his way and let him go in the van because he that brought a big draw to people right so people that go to reggae concerts already have it the reggae guys are going to do it while they're here whether you want them to or not mm-hmm. you know if, if people are going to be in your town and being traveling and, and being able to do it especially in, in states like that then try and profit from it well you i know, was thinking it was there used to be some kind of badassness in the rock and roll. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to do something I'm not supposed to do, and if I get caught doing it, fine. It'll just be publicity, and it'll be it'll be awesome." But I think, like, especially with the millennials coming up now, there's like the idea of badassness has changed, and like now it's like, I don't want all that trouble. I just want to get high and 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 not be bothered by doing something stupid and you know be, doing something I should be able to do anyway in public. 
Exactly. And, no, and and until it gets rescheduled from schedule one and comes down a little bit, there needs to be some studies done so we can make sure that it is as safe as everybody says it is, and sure, that yeah. all these millions of people that still smoke all the time aren't <clears throat> just anecdotal. Again, air quotes. Um, but that will help greatly. I mean, it, it yeah. got. I believe anyway. I, I'm not no lawyer by any means, but the way that it was made as schedule one was illegal so it needs to be rescheduled cocaine is scheduled too come on you can go to the you can go to the doctor go to the anesthesiologist he can go get liquid cocaine from a little laboratory inside of his hospital that's crazy because what <laughs> it's funny how the ideas of uh, what is like uh like what badassness is like what rock and roll is over because <laughs> it's like you know what's better than fighting the man a just smoking jo- joint on your bus and yeah. not having to wear <laughs> and being able to, to relax w- in after a show. Oh, I'm sure nobody's stopping Willie Nelson from. Well, they tried. They tried. <laughs> they tried. I'm still like that. No, I think uh, Nashville should also legalize gambling. And we should have casinos. Just saying. Changing well, the subject, but <laughs> then you're then we're just you're just going full debauchery right there. I think so. I think yeah, Nashville. That, like, you imagine like these people come here for three or four days. If you had a casino. They might stay an extra day or two and have a casino night, casino day, you know. Like so, and again, I'll play devil's advocate because I have to look at all sides. But Nashville took a long time to adopt quite a few things, like alcohol going to grocery stores. Like some people didn't want the lottery to come. People don't want the casinos in town. People don't want cannabis. It's because the lowest in they see the lowest earners, the people that make the lowest income, spend the most on these things. I mean, you look at the lottery, it's probably 80% of the money oh, yeah. spent on, you know, the low-income earners. I don't play unless it's like 400 mil, you know. Yeah, I mean? exactly. I'm the same way. But there's, I mean, you, you people, it's a it's a stereotype. They, some mm-hmm. people play it religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know. I get behind them in the fucking gas station line sometimes. Exactly. I'll spend like 10, 15 minutes in front of you. It's like, still a choice. I'm a firm believer sure. that you cannot legislate behavior. Yeah. Indeed. I people totally think that, we should have casino on the river, man. I mean, we've actually, <laughs> we've actually glazed over grazed over a lots of um things that i just we didn't touch on because they seem cliche at this point but it's one of the biggest things that we probably don't even have to say but it probably should be said for people out there who are non-believers is that this people are doing it anyway people are doing everything mm-hmm. anyway so you know you don't think people aren't sports gambling they yeah, do it every gambling, fucking are, day you know we like, we as a society stigmatize things that we need to like we like we think we're so we're so um, debaucherous or like uh, uh, what's what I'm looking for? I don't know. Like we think that we're so, but I don't think we think that. I think other people. Think uh, other people so will say, well, "Well, we look at society as a whole and we'll say that this is a." Um, I, I'm having a brain fart right now for the word I'm looking for, and I hate when that happens. But people will, people will, we we will self police each other when it comes to a certain thing if people that want to like we all know drugs like like cocaine and heroin are bad and we look down on that as a society Mm -hmm. but no one's looking down on weed and if if people want weed they're gonna go get weed it's not there's no collect we will stigmatize what we what should be stigmatized and our on our socially like we don't need the government to tell us what should be stigmatized right we do that on our own the the people that know anything about using cannabis socially it's a very social drug in general Right, people will come in and use it together, and it's it's part of the group. If you find something else, if you if you see if somebody trying to go sneak off and do some other drugs, they're usually going to the bathroom to hide in a corner so nobody sees. Exactly. Them. <coughs> I was watching this. Uh, it was Gordon Ramsay, one of his shows or something. He did like, um, I guess they sell kits where you can swipe, 
the surface and yeah, yeah. You know, if it, there's cocaine that. on it then it turns blue and this guy went to every part of a restaurant like all of his like <laughs> swipe girls <laughs> boys rooms and there was cocaine all over everything and there was cocaine in the uh employee only bathrooms too you know it's crazy man like everybody's okay. tooting it up in the restaurant industry. oh dude we had Jesus. there was a there was a there was a local topless bar chain in orlando when i was like college age that had gotten busted for all the strippers and 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 the like the whole not only everybody that worked there but like apparently they were like running a ring or something there and it was just it was it was like it made the news and everything and i was like what did you guys think was happening at a strip club like yeah. this yeah that's but I, I don't know but i've heard that strippers love cocaine apparently that's like a thing so yeah i've never been a stripper i don't know not in this life <laughs> <laughs> man I f- we've held you for long enough i know you got to get out we'd love for it like usually we have the guests hang around and uh no, just I'm bullshit good. on our second segment, but if you got to peace out, you're welcome to. Uh, I'm good for about another 20 minutes. If you got, cool. unless you want to come back later, I'll call. Nope. No, man, let's just keep going. And yeah. Do you want to okay. talk about what you do for a living? Yeah. Oh, the, okay. So here, is there a name of this hedge fund? Yeah. What's I, the, it's okay. High Water Financial. High Water Financial. In case you guys want to, you know, look above. Yeah. Yeah. We have a website. We we write a little bit about it. And you can follow the blogs. Is it like a, just a group review, or is it like do you also do you look for investors too? Oh yeah. Always so looking for so investors. Looking for so the two things hedge funds are always looking for are good investors and good investments. Sure. Right. I partner with some of the bigger names in the industry, like okay. Viridian Capital. You yeah. might not know them because you're not you don't follow sure. them, but they, they're a really good company out of New York that just tracks most all of the deals. I mean, so far this year, 1.9, 1.5, 1. point something billion dollars has been in the cannabis. 1.5 billion dollars has How been invested in the cannabis industry since January one. Damn. How did you How did you get into it? Did you go to school for that or something? Or yeah, that? yeah. Degrees in finance, banking, Where'd economics, you international like, well, business. You don't want to yeah, Appalachian it. State. Appalachian. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a pretty good reputation for for being a very cannabis friendly campus. Oh, where exactly is eighth that? Eighth one. Is that North Carolina? Uh, Boone, North Carolina. Boone, North Carolina. Yeah. Cool. Our claim to fame is we beat Michigan in football one year. Yeah, yeah. one year, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. And is that close to, to like? Um, Closer to the Tennessee border, I assume, because yeah. it's on the Appalachian. Yeah. Like, how close is it to, like, East Tennessee State? East Tennessee, I don't know where East Tennessee State is. It's, like, is. in the top, top right corner. Um, probably less than two hours. Cool. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's, it's not very far away from Tennessee at all. By the way, the word I couldn't think of was depraved. We all think we're so depraved. <laughs> but but uh, people in general will, I think... Uh, to go back to that point, wh- why I couldn't remember that word. People will police themselves and say what is. What I was trying to say was, if you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke anyway. So, I mean, truth be told, I don't, I, I don't get to where, I don't, I don't really like getting super drunk anymore. I don't like the feeling of it. So yeah, I'm just kind of over it, you know, pushing forty. But sometimes I wish I could smoke weed, you know. Yeah. You know. Speaking of things that were over, it's not legal and it's not. <laughs> you know what I wrote down that I that I'm getting kind of tired of. Drug test. Dude, I'm tired of dilly dilly. I'm over it. I don't I'm know. Tired. What is, what is I'm dilly still kind of on it because the, the Bud Light commercial game they have on your phone, like is a, they have a fucking game for that shit now. So I mean, if it's not the Olympics, I watch Netflix. Dude, I've yeah, been watching. Right, I've been watching. I've been watching <laughs> figure skating like a motherfucker. I know. The I Japanese dude, dude, Sean White on the snowboard. That was that dude. was amazing. Oh man, I didn't see any cool shit yet. Actually, we were at the we were at the bar last Saturday and there was curling on, which I thought was super yeah. cool. I love curling. Yeah, I thought I like that was like too. the most primal of of 
the Olympics, right? I thought that was going to be one of the oldest sports in the Olympics because it's throwing a rock down the ice. No, it got added in like the 1900s, <laughs> like 1930, 1940. It's just like shuffleboard that. on ice. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To play, but. I want to try it, but I don't want to throw the ball. I want to be the guy who like skates in front of the ice. Just <laughs> the sweeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, man. But yeah, the f- I, I find myself. I'm pretty sure they have to rotate, though. Like, yeah. I find myself. <laughs> okay, dude. Here, this is how we're going into it, and you're wearing a track jacket tonight too. So this is how you're. Uh, this is how we're gonna do. Very, it. Very, very rare for me. Have you ever seen me wear a track jacket? But I was like, you know, I what? never have. But we're. It's got my. That's because you're ready for the Olympics, dude. We're gonna I'm go just, on our curling very team. Patriotic looking tonight. So what, that means one time you throw the rock and I sweep, and the next time you throw the rock, mm-hmm. and I sweep. I'll sweep your rock, boy. <laughs> that took that took a homoerotic turn. Yeah. No, no, but I, I find myself. <laughs> where was I last Sunday? I was went to Frothy Monkey for dinner, dude. By the way, shout out to Frothy Monkey other for dinner. Holy shit! I would never have thought that that place had some great dinner. I uh, I ran into a guy, the uh, the owner, and he gave me some free ticket, like a free like a some half off wine tickets, and I was like, I'll, yeah, I'll go to Frothy for dinner and see what happens. Dude, and, I had the best seven dollar omelet there yesterday. Dude, breakfast amazing. Nice. But and you but you expect it for breakfast. We went for dinner on a Sunday night, and the food was freaking. It was dope, dude. It was, what, it was, they have multiple locations, right? Yeah. Which one did you guys go I went to? to one on 12 South. Okay. Uh, I went to one downtown. Okay. And then there's one off Murphy or something like that off West End. Yeah, I haven't been to that one yet. I think there's one on 13. Well, dude, I, first of all, I wouldn't. I didn't even know that, that you can get they have like a wine selection at Frothy Monkey. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. And it's like sitting in your local coffee shop at a table but having dinner. And the dinner was like something you'd find in like a nice... Like a, like a, a, a nice restaurant. It was like good menu stuff. It was it wasn't like you're going to a coffee shop and getting like bar food. It was like you're going there and getting a dinner dinner. And I was I was really impressed, man. And they're not a sponsor or nothing. I was just give some shout outs to them because, uh, and it, it was really good. But the reason I bring this up was because afterwards we decided to. That's how professional I am. I leave my phone on during the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> at least you don't scratch your beard in the fucking mic though. No, it would be so <laughs> scratchy because I got stubble. At <laughs> <coughs> uh, I think my three wispies wouldn't make much sound. Though. It, it would sound like. Oh, <laughs> 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 your little dolly facial hair. Uh, but afterwards, we went to we walked over to get a pint or two at a at, at the tap room, and there was the you figure skating it. on TV, and you you find yourself watching TV because you're at a bar, mm-hmm. and then you and then you find yourself getting into it. Um, so me and me and Faith, me we're like we're watching TV and we're like we start rooting for people. We're like, oh come on. And, oh, we we were like at the at the tap room getting into it. You know, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the Olympics, so everybody gets patriotic. I, I was really into curling the first night that I saw it on the Olympics at a bar with with some friends too. Yeah. And they were like, "But well, dude, let's be real. If it was paper rock scissors, you'd be just as into it." So, yeah, well, America, that's my a, that's favorite a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I love the super G and all that downhill stuff and the slalom. I like the skiing. I like the ski jumping too. Yeah, I was watching that day during at the office we had it on, so I could watch ah, it. See, I miss all the cool shit. I need to put it on more often. Unfortunately, unless you have cable, you don't you don't get to watch a lot. Yeah, I don't have yeah. cable either. All I have is the basic channel. So yeah, the Olympics are on for like seven to eleven, but it's like it's only one channel, and they do they do so much of that. It's Olympic prime time. Yeah, yeah, prime time. But the problem is they do too much of that sappy in between story shit. It's like I want to see the fucking sports, man. I don't care about one person who overcame. I mean, yeah, it's sweet, but it's it not is. gonna make me fucking care. You never know, man. I feel yeah. It's the same way, man. but they show it live. They don't want to keep replaying stuff. 
So they, what they do is in the in-between segments, and then they sell you this happy story as the next person's running, or another country that America tells you that they don't want to care about. Yeah, I just fucking hate that sappy shit. I just want to see sports. I feel like they did less of that when I was growing up, because my dad and I, that was like a thing we loved doing, was watching Olympics, both summer and winter. And I just miss, I feel like they played so much more sports. Of course, I mean, like I said, if you have cable, there, there's like four different channels well, playing fucking sports all the time. Yeah. Wasn't, I mean, like, wasn't basketball an, a winter sport? I don't think so. No, no. it's it the summer. Yeah, it's summer. Hockey. Hockey, yeah. And then what else? Oh, he got our ass beat. Yeah, because we don't have pros in there anymore. It's just all college kids. And, like, they're also, they got a few people that are in the minor, like, farm leagues, you know. Yeah. That's about it. Like, I think the Preds have a guy, one of our young farm guys in there. Well, it's got to be kind of weird because it's happening during hockey season, right? So they're not going to pull people out. Yeah, see, they did it for a while, and they also obviously did it with basketball. They quit doing it with basketball because we just destroyed them. Yeah. It wasn't fair. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Remember what yeah. the dream team? Oh, man. That's not, yeah, that's not even yeah. fair. <laughs> but the thing oh. is, you know, it's Space like it's just... <laughs> yeah. You're talking like... All the best players or a lot of the best players, let's say half of the teams are dishing out guys, some of the best guys, if not more. It just it, it ruins two weeks of your season. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. It's just not functional. It doesn't work. Well, I uh, we should probably wrap this up, man. No, we can do a little bit more if you want to, and after he leaves, or we can just wrap this up and make it a short show. But but, but we uh. I Ooh. think we've we've got everything that I'm ready for a cigarette anyway. Yeah. So uh man, thanks so much for stopping by and talking to us. This yeah. was super interesting. Brett, what's the name of your hedge fund again? Highwater Financial. Highwater Financial guys. Highwaterfinancial.com. Uh, dot com and accredited investors on guys, if you, you guys want to find if we want to find you, do you put your yeah, Facebook and Yeah, I don't do the Facebook. You don't do um, the Facebook? I don't Good I mean I do, I do a little bit, but it's off. just it's just reposting blogs and stuff that, blogs. I, that okay, I write. Cool. So yeah, you would check to, out the website. So what would I guess in closing, people are looking to invest. You would, you obviously you would recommend it in the industry or like how how does somebody go about? What do you say if somebody had some money and they were like, you know, I'd, what would the best way to go be a go about it? Would this be something that obviously it's growing? Obviously it's gonna it's gonna blow the fuck up. But how would this how would they go about maybe putting some money into the business? And what aspect of the business would you suggest they put money into? Sure. So I have you know big wealth management background and financial planning background so big disclosure it is a very risky industry it goes up and it goes down it has done nothing but go down since january of this year if you put money in since january you have probably lost money now's the time to buy when it's cheap exactly that's (laughs) that's my opinion as it keeps dropping down but you find do your research on a company find an independent an individual company that you think has the best opportunity for growth um right now i'm believing it's the countries that are in canada and planning to outsource to other countries that are more advantageous like israel can you not rock a like a mixed portfolio though yeah very much so you know almost like a 401k or something yeah set somebody up with a package that's but it takes a lot of research to be able to do that and and people like me with the industry being as risky as it is we typically only work with what's called accredited investors people that the government thinks there's they should know enough about their money. Sure. Um, so for people that are interested in it, you know, find three, four, five stocks, watch them, hang on to it. It's going to be a long-term investment. Hang on for a while. If you watch it now, it's probably going to make you a little nauseous because you're going to see it jump up 8% one day, drop down 25%, go up another 30%, and drop down 2%. I mean, it just does that. And that's the way that the industry is going right now. So it's very risky. It's well, very I mean, volatile. It, I'm sure until every single state in the union 
is is on board, then it's going to be hard to uh, regulate and the logistics and and you know what I'm saying. Well, like there's other countries, and they're quickly pulling ahead and away from us. Right, Canada's making these very key relationships with other countries and getting lines of distributions mm-hmm. already established. So they're kind of leaving us in the dust. You know, we're we're willingly leaving ourselves behind in a market, and that's not something America normally does. Well, maybe Trump is your man then. <laughs> I think. Wait, I, I, I fucked up. I did my voice. Uh, <laughs> like, I usually do a pretty good Trump. Make America high again. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, yeah, man. I think we're gonna. Man, thanks again so much for hanging out with us. Man, that was a blast. This was super interesting. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna about to go out and uh, have myself uh, some drinks because I found fifteen dollars in my pants when I put these pants on tonight. Oh so shit! I was like, you know what? I'm wearing my fifteen dollar pants, baby. These are. I don't ever wear skinny jeans, but every once in a while, because it's been known on the show, it's been told before that I have sensitive thighs, and when I don't like the way jean material rubs inside of my thighs. But every once in a while, I get the hinkle- I get an inkling. To <laughs> every once in a while, I get an inkling to wear this guy to put these jeans on, and I'm on like, you know note. what? Dude. Yeah, I put on my skinny jeans. I found 15 bucks. You know what? I'm fucking wearing my skinny jeans tonight. Rock those skinny you have fun with that. I'm yeah. probably gonna go to a cigar road. bar here in town and yeah. and have a cigar and an old fashioned drink. I don't know if they'll Shout let me in the with skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's where we're that's where I'm heading. So uh, we'll see you guys next week for episode Cheers. 115, and uh, hopefully, we need to get Ozzy back on. Man, he's been off for a while. Ozzy, if you're listening, uh, we promise we'll let you and Chris can simultaneously scratch your beards on the microphone, and I can just it's look. My ear right now. Cause my I, ear. Mm-hmm, that's gross. Good thing I have mic covers. <laughs> We're gonna. Plain bitch. We're all gonna go shower. out. We're, 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 all, we're all. We're all gonna go out by scratching our chins on the mics. Ready? And see you guys next week. Peace.